just just about doomed, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. Not much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, you got the Welcome along to the semi-pros. What a weird week it's been. The sport panel joining me. Steve Glover, how are you going? Pretty good. Isolated? Nah. <laughs> We're sitting too close. We are actually. 1.5 yeah. separation. I like it. Someone bought the wipes though? Yeah, I did. I did. Being responsible. Mm. No, but what an interesting week. Yeah, for more than sport I suppose. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot happening. Troy, how are you? Good, mate. You've um, been you've been affected, so good. no cricket finals? Yeah, no cricket finals. We got canned Tuesday, I think it was. The Cricket Australia put the announcement out and uh, with everyone have, has been told they would like them to follow the decision. Mm. I think you could have gone against it if, if an association wanted to, but I think they'd be pretty game in doing that once you've mm. um, got it from the... The top dog, I'd say. So, yeah, cricket finals, uh, cricket's over. It's a bit of a sombre way to finish the season, isn't it? You'd, I was talking to one of the, a couple of boys from West. Obviously, they finished on top. We were second, and uh, yeah, they said it's just a, you know, you, they've won the premiership, but it's just empty because you play all year just to play finals, really. So, mm. yeah, want to join the underground cricket club? <laughs> First rule about that: don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. On that, Joel, how are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. Were you hoping they'd can the NRL? Parallels oh, on top, mate. No, they're this. not. The Knights are. <laughs> no, but when that? Uh, oh yeah, after the first game, yeah. <laughs> give us, give us a title now. <laughs> I see one bloke here though was crowing about it all. If you if you were on top and won the premiership for winning that game, that would be hideous. That was oh, the was worst ter- game of it was football a I've watched. Wasn't it a stinker? That would be a bad game in the first round of the TRL. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible racing. So, what's the how? How, how long's it going for? How long's what? How long's a piece of string? <laughs> what? What's your predictions? Oh, what, what, the no, AFL and NRL. Yes, yeah. until they get a case, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. As soon as they get a case, it's it. That's gone. Yeah, mm. no more. So we did ask that actually in our elite cryotherapy poll this week. This changes all the time, obviously, but as you talk about here, the NRLs should they have shut down? Nah. <laughs> Give the people what they want. What? Sport. <laughs> I'd go mad without any bit of live sport on television. Yeah. I'm praying that they don't get shut down. Fair dinkum, what are we going to do? So talk to me, missus. <laughs> so you're saying... I hope play. she's listening. Me too. <laughs> so it's Hopefully on. she's cooking dinner. So it's, so it's on. What do, what do you reckon? What? Yes? No? They've done the right thing? Should they just... Oh. It's extreme measures. Well, you, you can't really say until uh, till afterwards, can you? Could be a good move, could be a bad move, but... It shows you what financial situation. I don't think the NRL can afford it. for it to be exactly, that's, pulled up. Yeah. yeah, either can the rest of Australia or the world as no, well. No, no, that's right. Shut yeah. down as well. And that's like I don't know. I'm happy for him to play, but um, until uh, until the government or does something that I think it'll be good actually because if it all does, like there's nothing. People have got nothing to look forward to, so it's pretty sombre mood around the joint. Mm. It's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, sort of thing. To, yeah. But um, yeah, they run the risk. I, I, they need to look um, 
I don't know. I'd, I'd jam them all in. Where, what's out the bush? Calliope. Some, Calliope. Mm. Yeah, send them out here and we'll run a few rounds out here and isolate them. Because if they get isolated, how are they going to get a case? If exactly. they're isolated, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So that's what they need to do yeah. pronto. If there's nothing in there and nobody's coming and going, and then. She's a, exactly. she's a wild joint, Calliope. I was working up there last year. <laughs> Hell of a joint. It's, yeah. not, it's not the Me worst, not worst idea. Yeah. The logistics of it are probably a bit of a muck around. 15K out of Gladstone. So do you think there's an opportunity where, like we were just talking about it before, they're going to have games at Suncorp, empty, the MCG, empty. Could you just take, I know they need to have the infrastructure set up to, to host sort of. Have you, have you seen what they got there at Calliope though? No. It's like a full-blown mine camp with oh, like yeah. swimming pool, like a so full set up to live. There. They can play games. That they've got a big footy ground there to play the game and they can take them up to, you know, utilise Cairns, Townsville, all those areas, put them on a bus to Brisbane or, or a chartered flight to Brisbane. So you're pretty well playing Q Cup. That's the problem though. The travel, the turning up to the games and, and playing the games and all that's not where you're going to pick it up. It's going to pick it up going to the airports, travelling somewhere, exactly. mm. somewhere else. So no, just let them play at Calliope. Leave them out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, a, let them get a few burrs and a few rocks yeah. in their knees. <laughs> I agree. Tackle. Make like them earn they, their they, money. They are that prissy. They they play on like this soft mattress carpet. They get looked after that. Send them back to the roots and make them tackle imagine, and get a bit imagine of your bit man of dust Ponga. in the eye. Get the old sort of face on the face on yeah. the rocks out Come of Calliope, and you're rubbing a bit of three B on the gravel rash all over the side of your face. <laughs> That'll give them. A, I'll tell you what, if they want to be paid, that's right. We'll How about it? that? That's nearly rock of the week territory right there. Adam Fanua Blake. Coming out and saying, you, I don't mind sitting at home, but because if I'm fit and healthy, ready to play, I should be able to get paid. But they don't recognise the ramifications, obviously, when mm. they're not playing because it's all shut down. They're not going to get paid, are they? Mm. You know what I mean? You can't just lob up, not go to work voluntarily and expect to get paid. Because I read an article today they were talking about, I don't know, what it, what it costs, what the NRL leaks per week if it's not on TV. So that's you know how much the NRL receives from the TV rights every week? Is it fifteen million? Is that fifteen right? million yeah. dollars. So that's what it. Yeah. That's what. So as if the as if the broadcaster is going to cough with Bellini. Oh. They're all they're all burning the cash, aren't they? I heard someone say the other day, Suncorp. So every one of the games they play at Suncorp without a crowd is million dollars. Yeah, so they lose million bucks. Mm. Yeah, it's all right. The Bronx have got a big war chest they sit on anyway. So well, I don't think many out. have got war chests. Exactly, that's and, that's, and that, yeah. that's manly are in a big trouble. Did if you they see? Can I don't it. Know, would you see? I don't know. Paul Kent said if they don't play, the NRL will be broken in six months. Hmm. And, and even, you see, like, it just sort of popped up all throughout the week. Obviously, bad timing, but I guess what do they do? Fox Sports let go of a, seems like... A billion journos. Journos. Mm. But what do you do? Like, going back to the... Who was it? For Noel Blake. Mm. Yeah, I still get paid. That's smart from him, because you get paid for six months for not doing anything, then you come back and you don't have a job for the rest of your life. Exactly. So, re- really good from Fanua Blake. Smart bloke. <laughs> but it's interesting, like... Yeah. I watched 360 at the start of the week and they had James Graham and Benji Marshall, like two old dogs that probably don't need a quid, you know, earned their bucks during their career. Both heavy on James Graham's whole forte was saying, look, I would do this for the, I would do this without being paid for giving people something to watch while like, Mm. like what Steve was saying, what it's such a, you know, dramatic time and people are in the slums and the dumps and all the rest. Tough for everyone. He's saying there's that light at the end of the tunnel, people can go home and watch the footy. And not only that, you're looking at new fans coming in. ESPN were looking to jump on board. Obviously, they got no live sports, so they're looking to get involved and broadcast the game. So there's a massive platform the NRL can really take advantage of to sort of get some new viewers. As long as they stay in lockdown. They need to stay in lockdown. That's the problem. Oh, the, they would, they're too loose, but they would stick players. to curfews for sure. Oh, Couldn't you see them like... Um, Jack Whiten and Josh yeah, Dugan and them, you know? Dugs, 
Dukes would stay in lockdown for sure. Dukes and Fergo will be sitting on the roof again with the cruisers. <laughs> It'll only be a matter of time. Probably two weeks, someone will get it in the NRL sure. and shut down. So. What, and what do they do with the Warriors? Because obviously yeah. with the... Well, they're going home up now. If, if they go home too, they reckon they might be end of the Warriors. So what do you... Because obviously, like yeah. we're saying, like these... How are they going to... Once f- we're Warriors. <laughs> what do you mean by end now of the scaffolders, Warriors? Now we're scaffolders, legit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by end of the Warriors? Well... For the season... Might be the end of them. That's what Paul Kent and the, and the, the ones that are in the know say. Paul just, Kent thinks he knows everything. Just that they can't I'll survive. tell you what, he's got some good sources though. He would have a fair idea what's going on. Yeah, but he's there to dramatise it and sell yeah. papers and sell headlines too. So. Yeah. But, but, it's, but, it's but really it would be. Like you can't, they're talking about, I don't know, I heard that today too. They're talking about putting in a buy for the Warriors and then what happens in... Make up the games later. Eight weeks with the Warriors come in just... Play a game a day. Yeah, might be good for them. <laughs> might, be the, might be the secret to their success. Well, there you go. I'll ask you guys a question. What if, did you see? So obviously, the scenario wasn't like the NRL asked the Warriors stay for how long was it? Two weeks, three weeks, whatever mm. it was. It was and three they said weeks or so. in Kingscliff, wasn't it? Yeah, and they said no, nah, oh. we'll stay a week. Two, two of them went home. Two of them went home. One because oh, two have gone home. Yeah, yeah Herbert because because um, his wife just had a baby. And the other was just expecting, and their partner was on their own in New Zealand. So they said for family reasons, mm. they went home. So. The rest of the squad's out here, as I think I saw a thing with Blake Green, as he said, he said, said you know, we've got a backpack that we packed to be here for that's a weekend. Right. Yeah. That's right. I'm sure... Oh, he hasn't got a buck to go and buy him a kit? Yeah. <laughs> bought him some new Please. kit or something, haven't they? Like, I'm sure they'll work that out. But you're yeah, poor. But, inter- but interesting, as you said, what happens to the comp if they say, well, no, nah, we're going? Well, they can't. If they go back to New Zealand, they're 14 days in... Isolation, yeah. They, 14 they come back, back yeah. here, they're 14 days. So yeah. there's a month where they can't do anything anyway. So essentially, that's probably something we're doing. Provide, and plus the time they're spending in New Zealand. Yeah. And any team travelling to New Zealand to play a game, they're in isolation for 14 days well, too. Well, no one can go to New Zealand play, can they? No. It's just impossible. Yeah. No. Nor, so, would the, nor would half of them get back in the country. Didn't they just lock down anyone who's not a resident coming into the country? So it's, yeah, interesting times. It's really, because he said, if the Warriors go But it's home, not just sport. It's in the world in general though, oh, isn't it? 100%. You're not, no doubt about that. But I mean, if they go... If the Warriors go home, as you said, like with quarantine and stuff like that, you nearly probably the same way it ends up. You nearly put a pen through them for the season. They're nearly done. Well, for good. Because obviously, say if the competition continued, the rest are still getting paid. Yeah. The thing that does sort of, oh, not, it sort of, I suppose, irk you a little bit is they're like, oh, the government needs to step in and help us because we'll go under. I was like, mate, 90% of businesses are a red hot chance of going under That's right. yeah. in this time. So. To be sitting there and crying poor, when like I don't think that's, that's going to fall on a few deaf ears. Exactly. Like, that's a, that, that's no argument. You can't sort of run. Oh, government has to give us money because we'll be broke in six months. Like there'll be businesses broken quicker than six months. Exactly. Like, there'll all be some that are reeling, and you know the job losses and, and the have happened already. So well, like, the NRL even weeks. yeah, to the NRL they even like use that as a well, look a bargaining f- tool against the government. Well, look, pretty just ridiculous. that example talking with Fox Sports only because it's sort of become fairly mm. public where they've laid off a heap of journos because yeah. they're like, well, we don't have anything to no cover. No work for them. Mm. So, but the ripple effect there from there too. Mm. Like you think about a man, I was talking to Brendan Smith this morning, his livelihood is promoting boxing events and running a boxing gym. You know what I mean? Like, where does that leave him? Yeah. Well, and I'm sure there's yeah. plenty, that's what you're saying, yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, oh, another one, like um, Lyle Teske exactly. last week. Like exactly. Their livelihood's running into a sports centre and they've got the rule now you can't have over 100 people. So 
they're pretty much out of business at the moment. Like, um, and they still have overheads. Exactly, they've got big overheads. Um, and, and the money come through is just is turnover night to night with with people. So, yeah, it could be the you know I've been talking to a few people. It could be the the uh, the demise of indoor sports centers across Australia if, if it's around for you know people are out for two months. They'll be gone for sure. So. It's a yeah the. The ripple effects of this whole thing, we still don't really understand. No, that's that's a problem. The nature of it, so. it could be, could be weeks, years, could be three months, could be eighteen, could be who knows. So that's exactly. Yeah, but to answer our question, what did the what did the viewers say? So in our elite cryotherapy poll about, and mind you, this was put up Tuesday. So well, lots happened since then. Yeah. So, but at that stage, an overwhelming response. But it was sixty six percent said no, as in no, it, it shouldn't be. Shut down. 34% on the yes train. There you go. Old Pete Valandis has pulled the right rein. <laughs> <laughs> he has a crack, doesn't he? No, that's what I was about to Pete say. Valandis. Good on him for having a go. Oh, Whatever he's gone into, he's had a red eye. He's crack, the complete hasn't he? opposite to the old owner of the Sydney Kings, anyway. <laughs> that's, yeah. They awarded that to Perth today, didn't they? Did they really? Yeah. Bryce Cotton, the MVP, so they've awarded that. That's so good. Good on him. Yeah. Check out Bogut's tweeter. Yeah, what more did Bogan have to say about it? Honestly, down the check track. out where the uh, typical knob chat. Exactly, oh, <laughs> honestly, something about oh, just not because we didn't win, but the way the NBLs handled this in the week lead up is a disgrace. More on that later. Something, something. something. So it sounds like Andrew could be at the end of the show again today. <laughs> Anyone hasn't got a rock? There you go. You just got Thanks, one. Andrew. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We'll take a break on the semi pros when we come back. We've got a couple of special guests joining us on the show. The first is up after this break. We're going to have a chat to Ellie Johnston. my line of work I, I see a lot of kitchens and, and great renovations on a daily basis and look the the work that the guys at Westerns um, do is phenomenal like their attention to detail is definitely second to none. We knew we had a what idea we had in mind we wanted modern we wanted sleek and they worked with us the entire way their design team helped us and you know anything that didn't look like it might have worked well they helped us rectify and suggested different points that we could um, take on the kitchen so it was great they were perfect to work with and um, we definitely do it all over again with them bathrooms next mm. <laughs> thanks for joining us on the semi pros great to have your company special guest joining us this week she is a rising star in the sport of cricket i refer to ellie johnson ellie welcome how are you i'm pretty good interesting time now you did get to play your semi-final. You were one of the last, probably one of the last yeah. competitions that played anything before the shutdown. Yeah, no, we were. Um, yes, yeah, semi-finals on the Saturday and then finals on the Sunday. 
Okay, so tell us a little bit about who you who you play for. Oh uh, yeah, I play for Ipswich Hornets. Um, you know, so they got the second grade as well, and then the first grade. That's the comp I play in. Yeah. And you lost the semi final, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately we did. Um, probably a couple of calls didn't go away, but I don't know that's cricket. <laughs> I heard a couple of calls didn't go your way. Yeah, no, it's hard when you stand in your crease and you get called out. Anyways. <laughs> but you've let it go. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but what about the season it's been for, for you and the team this year? Um, no, it's been a really changing season. I think from our team last year to the team this year, it's changed a lot. But um, going from not winning a single T20 T20 comp to going to the semi-finals and the 50 overs is a pretty big deal for us, I suppose. So it's a massive turnaround. Yeah, no, it was really good. So how'd you just do that? What happened um, in 12 months? Got rid of Endo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was coaching, wasn't he? he? Tell Justin Anderson coached no, last no, year. No, 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 no. He left last year, yeah. Yeah, so he left and he <laughs> started going around. good. Yeah. <laughs> so I reckon that you don't worry about any success. And Andy, just maybe, thanks for leaving. Maybe so, thanks for leaving, to, Justin. We, for the Aztecs and the DDB Bielitarium, we'll have to get rid of Ando as yeah. well. Yeah. Might win the comp. <laughs> There's one common denominator here. Uh, oh, we've solved that then. So that's, that's, yeah. that's what yeah, happened. So Ando's that's the, a yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so you're captaining the team. Yeah, yeah. Se- I am. Seventeen years old, captaining the team. You got a yeah. few of the a few older girls playing with you as well. Um, not really. We're actually one of the youngest teams in the comp. I think there's a couple older than me, but they're only eighteen years old. So. Yep. And you enjoy the the captaincy role? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Second year doing it, and um, yeah, it's very different to not captaining. I suppose just the pressure. I suppose, but yeah, no, it's really good. And you're playing with the Hornets, Ellie. There's a few others from the local area play for the Hornets as well, isn't there? Yeah, um, my cousin Ruth, and then there's a lot of younger girls as well um, that have come up through from second grade last year to first grade this year. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. How do you find the difference in the competition um, from the local staff to, to the premiers down there? Oh, it's very different. Um, any competitive one up here has got to be in a boys' comp for starters. Um, so down there, obviously, it's all women's. Um, and then the competitiveness of it too is a lot different, yeah. Ellie, the... Um Obviously, the the ladies winning the the World Cup yeah. um, two weeks ago. Like the, the prizes out there for you girls now, like to for things to aspire to, are, are unbelievable. Yeah. Um, what's your goal? What's your goal over the next, you know, say four to five years? I definitely to get that far. I suppose that's every a lot of people's goals. Um, but yeah, even just in the next couple of years, maybe just getting contracts, um, the Brisbane Heat and stuff, and that's a start, I suppose. But um, no, you're just continuing playing and enjoying the game. It's probably the ultimate goal. How, how did it come about playing cricket? Has it been something you've been uh, involved with or um, where did that come into your journey? Well, my primary school um, came Kilburn State School. It's 20 minutes north of Dolby. Um, no, the PE teacher there, she um, got me into, said, oh, why did you go try out? And so I did and I made the team for DD. So, and I just continued on from there, I suppose. Camp Killenbun, bit of travel. Yeah. yeah, no, there was lots of travel. <laughs> <laughs> We're with Cot now, and it makes a massive difference. Yeah, so it was a six-hour drive round, six-hour six round drive. Yeah, to get to Brisbane to, to Brisbane, training, training down training, there. Yeah. yeah, how often were you doing that? Uh, two, three times a week. Yeah, massive commitment. I note the uh, school senior jersey as well. So you're obviously yeah. juggling school commitments while playing in yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, no, um, it's probably worked out well just because the season finishes. Obviously, last Towards week, the start so of the school, yeah. I can focus more on school now for the next couple of terms until I have to train again, where I'll have to juggle a little bit more. But yeah, we'll do you play? A, do you play a winter sport as well? Um, I play volleyball actually. Yeah, Obviously, right. it's been cancelled, um, <laughs> as of a lot of things have. But no, I really enjoy playing that. It's good. 
Ellie, um, to give us a rundown, what's, what's your strengths? Batting, bowling, where do you, what position you bat? You, um, what do you yeah, batting arounder, um, open the order or come in at a four. Me and my cousin Ruth, we usually swap around a bit. Um, but then I also leg spin as well. So Good wrong end. Cousin. Yeah. Googly, got the wrong end apparently. Uh, you, <laughs> you probably bowled to Kent, so this is how he'd know, but I don't yeah. know if he's much of a bat. bowling. A very, uh, wrong end's very, as, as good as anybody's got and very hard to pick. Yeah. No, pick you up a few wickets. Yeah, no, it's been good. Um, yeah, definitely wickets have been rolling in a lot more, which has been good. So what do you think the future is for, is there's this group of you girls from this area playing in a competition down there and yep. whether it's Ando's fault or not that he's moved on, yeah. do you think you can keep progressing now? It's like quite an exciting time for this team for, and particularly for this cohort of girls that we have from, oh from yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. And seeing we're all so young mm. from in this team, it's three, four years' time. We're all going to be 21 years old. And this is going to be a phenomenal team. As long as the girls stick with us, it's going to be really good. Yeah. I know we've been we've taken the Mickey out of Ando a bit here, but it's blokes like him and a few others that a few years ago got ladies cricket, girls cricket, yeah. and Twimba going. Yeah. And as you can see by the list here, the girls that yeah, are playing in the in the main comedy, that's that's the, the product of it. Yeah, mm. like they've done an unbelievable job, and I think we're going to see some a lot of local girls getting to play in that next the next next echelon, getting to yeah. play in the um, big bash, ladies big bash, and hopefully in the for the fire, and then up for the ladies over the next few years. But yeah, they've done a great job over the years. Mm. Yeah. Ellie, on your schooling as well, obviously proud Downlander. Yeah, uh, they play in the um, what do they call? They play the buy round, don't they? The the GPS. GPS. That's what yes, I'm trying yeah. to say. Do you ever put your hand up and? Head on down the nets and let a few rip down to the boys, oh, or what? I train with them, and there's a um, T20 comp on the Wednesdays, um, also cancelled. But um, no, I play in that. I'm not actually allowed to play in the GPS comps, just because most of the other schools don't um, have the females. Yeah, well, they just don't allow it. Yeah. Anyways, downlands do, and any mm. game that I can play, they'll allow me. So yeah. That. Does Big Robbie Joseph throw any instructions to you at all? Oh down yeah, downlands. I can imagine yeah. he would. He, he likes to, to tell people what to do. Big Robbie doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. his three-hour yoga warm-ups. <laughs> yep, that's the one. All those, yeah. <laughs> no, um, he sort of brought me to downlands. I suppose um, I sort of getting coaching lessons from him before I came. So yeah, he sort of brought me here. So yeah, coaches along the way as well. So Ando's gone. He was obviously probably instrumental in. Yeah. Getting a lot of girls down there. Is Anthony Clark's involved with the Hornets, is he still? Or? Uh, no, not really. More with the hub. Um, and a lot of the girls that did come up through um, in the second grade, when we were playing second grade, um, Clark, he had us up here in an all-girls um, team in the Toowoomba comp, in the yeah. boys comp. And I think we were all like 12 years old playing in the 14s comp and stuff. So it was, it was lots of fun. And um, all those girls are still playing cricket pretty much. So, yeah, it's really exciting. So, what do you do now? I suppose, like most people in sport, well, anything? <laughs> more study? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, just keep up the S&C and the fitness and stuff and do more cardio rather than weights at the moment, I suppose. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve's good at that. You don't have any set trade like, at the moment. Obviously, season's done. No, yeah, I probably won't touch a bat for another month and a half, two months, and yeah. then I might, might get back into it a bit after that, but just give myself a bit of a break and sort of, yeah, pretty much get my head around other things. Yeah, yeah moving forward, senior year at school, once that's finished at the end of the year, is it sort of ambition to move down closer to, uh, I suppose, that uh, that Brisbane area, the mainstream where the cricket is? Yeah, I don't really know. 
um, sort of looking at getting an apprenticeship. So I don't know whether I'll get it here or just transfer it down there. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what when it comes, yeah. Um, get some runs this year? How'd, how'd you go? How'd, how'd your yeah. season pan out? Uh, a lot better than last season. Yep. Than last season. <laughs> but no, I got it quite a few runs. Um, Any hundreds? No, no. I hadn't yet to get one. But um, lots of 50s, so it was really good. Is that for yeah. you? Troy's, Troy's one of those guys that can't capitalise on making 50s. <laughs> <laughs> 5,050 50s in TCI and 300s. Come on, it's more than three, mate. It's a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to convert my 50s into 100s. I got a bit older, it become a bit easier. What about the indoor arena? Have you ever looked at playing a bit of indoor cricket? Um, not really. I no. think outdoor's been pretty tense and I suppose I've just focused on that. But I know a lot of the younger girls do play it and you can see it coming through in their games, just sharpness in the fielding and just the way they hit the ball. Hitting down and trying to hit it up into the roof sort of yeah, stuff, is it? Yeah, you see them try and convert from hitting it a metre in front of them to try and hit a bit more flatter and yeah. So yeah. a lot of the indoor girls went in the outdoor. Years ago there wasn't much of an outdoor comp, so a lot of them played mm. indoor. Yeah. And some of them, like Jude Coleman, Queensland, mm. Australian indoor player, she played for the fire. Yeah. Um, but now they've got the opportunities just to go straight through with the outdoor. Yeah. And it's all ahead of them. Like you saw the other day, 87,000 people watching mm-hmm. the, yeah, the final. Like yeah. It was absolutely massive. I know Jude Coleman tries to get a lot of the girls to play indoor because she coached me for the Queensland yeah. under-15s and under-18s as well, yeah. yeah. Have you had someone there that you sort of do put up on that pedestal that you, you sort of look up to and... Now that women's cricket, women's sport in general is really starting to stand on its own feet and, and be its own professional sport, is there someone that sort of inspired you to follow in their footsteps with it? Um, I don't really know. I, obviously, Elise Perry's pretty cool and a lot of girls idolise her, but I think Meg Lenning, just the mm. way she bats and stuff, I think I sort of look at that and try to find my own way of trying to do similar sort of technique and stuff. So, yeah, probably Meg Lenning, yeah. You're well on your way. And also looking at, as you said, this group of girls we have from, from this area that are the down scooters competing here, is there another wave coming below you Look, th- that you're seeing now that there's, it's just continuing on, that there's, there's some more girls that are continuing to follow in the footsteps that the people like yourself have been able to uh, to blaze a trail with for, for future gen- future generations? Yeah, I, I know the, um, the school cricket has changed a lot so there's actually only under 12s there used to be under 15s for me with dd and stuff but now it's just all the rookie challenge mm. um under 15s and under 18s now so that's changed a lot but you see all the girls coming up through that and there's a big variety because they usually pick four teams for the rookie challenge and they disperse each other and they pick a queensland team out of that um and there's a variety of age groups and people from all over queensland that come and play come together and play there for a week it's it's good to see yeah, a lot of younger girls come in, yeah. Yeah, pretty exciting time, no doubt about that. And look, we look forward to following your journey, I'm sure. We'll see you continue uh, on this upper trajectory. Well, hopefully we can get back yep. involved with sport, I suppose. It's probably the first and foremost. But yeah, yep. no, um, we look forward to following that journey. And thanks to uh, Kent Ream, as I said, who uh, let us know about your great achievement. So he's a good friend of the show and he was uh, he was uh, very happy to let us know what, what you guys were able to do and Yep. And love to have you on the show. So thanks for coming in. As all of our guests, this will help for you. So we get a uh, a $40 leg compression with any cryo session down at Elite Cryotherapy. So that's for you as a thank you for uh, coming on at the show. But, uh, yeah, appreciate you giving us your time and, and all the best. And we look forward to seeing the, the rest of the journey. Thank you. Thanks. You're with the Sebi Pros. So that's uh, Elliot Johnson. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Jason Gibbs is going to join us, the uh, sports editor of the Toowoomba Chronicle.
Summer has arrived at Smithy's TGW Gym with new morning operating hours. Come and make use of our fully functional gym. We have a full range of cardio, weights and boxing equipment at your disposal. You can also soak up the atmosphere in our historic cafe with a coffee and toast for $5, along with a free five-day gym pass for you or a friend. Summer is here, so drop into Smithy's TGW Gym today. 65 Anzac Avenue, Toowoomba. Toowoomba Together wants to break the silence by empowering our sporting clubs to join together and embed social change. Do we accept abusing players or officials? Not in our club. Do we accept verbal, physical or mental abuse towards women, men or our kids? Not in our club. Do we accept foul language? Not in our club. Not in our club. Not, Not in, in our, our club. club. At the Southern Hotel, our Sunday steak special has been so popular, we want to offer it on Saturday too. 180 gram rump mignon, 400 gram New York cut T-bone, or a huge 500 gram grain-fed rump. All for just $23.95. It's better at the Southern. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Semi-Pro Southern Hotel Shot Clock. Very important at Southern Hotel is... Up and running, they're open for business, obviously taking all the precautions in the situation we are at the moment, but speaking with Shane Mogg the other day, the Southern open, so you can head on down there and uh, enjoy everything that they have on offer there. So this week on at the Shot Clock, look, obviously a lot has uh, has happened in regards to the, the clock's counting down now. It's going to go for about 24 minutes, I'd suggest, so we're not going to have an actual 24 second, well, yeah, we'll see how we go, um, but... We thought it'd be a good opportunity just to talk about the the local ramifications, what the local scene sits at the moment when we're talking about the uh, the situation with the the coronavirus. Joining us now, he's definitely a man in the know, sports editor from the Toowoomba Chronicle, Jason Gibbs. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, fantastic. Now, as a sports journal, have you seen or been involved in anything like this? Um, never. It's just uh, this week's been ridiculous in terms of just. Looking at everything unfolding, I, I can't say that I've been involved in anything even close to, to what's happening right now. So what's on? What's off? Nothing's on. <laughs> um, that, 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 that's the, the long and the short of it. Um, we got word that, that hockey, that they were pretty much the last domino to fall um, yeah. this week. Um, that they were looking at cancelling their competitions but keeping up some of the rep trials and the state championships. But... Um, yeah, we got word from high today that um, that's all gone by the wayside, and and uh, Toowoomba tennis as well is is uh, wrapping things up. So when you say wrapping things up, that's they're not going to run a season at all. They're they're not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry, um, they're all going to sort of look to come back around that May mark. That seems to be pretty. Um, Standard across the board, they'll all uh, reassess things in the last week or two of of April with a view to coming back in May, some right at the start, others towards the, the end of, of May. But, um, yeah, things like cricket, obviously, they, they've just, they're done, no more finals. Mm. But um, soccer, TRL, hockey, they'll all look to, to come in, back if they can. In many cases, mate, has it been... Like Troy talked about earlier, when it came to cricket, there wasn't really a local decision to be made. The, the decision came right from the top, so that just pretty much falls under every competition that's played there. Locally-wise, was there certain competitions where it was at 
their call or was it more so the same thing where this, where a governing body or something just said, well, this, this is our stance, this is the situation and, and everyone just sort of falls in line with that? Um, there, there's, it's been a bit of a an evolving process, I guess, in terms of um, we saw a lot of organisations like, like, you know, the, the, the top uh, tier sort of saying um, we recommend... That you pull the pin, but it's, but it's ultimately said, up to yeah. you. Yeah, that's exactly what Cricket said. Yeah. Hockey was a big one. That's hockey like your missus telling you, you don't have to buy me a Christmas present, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I get that like, every year. You don't have to do it, but if you don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, out of the family, you're up. Exactly. You're exactly. Yeah. I, I'm not going to care, but yeah. I kind of do. I love presents, but you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of them, it, it just kind of said, you know, we're gonna, um, we're gonna control like the the top tier, the pros. And, and tell them what exactly what they can't can and can't do. We're going to give you a bunch of recommendations for the grassroots stuff and and see what happens from there. But then a lot of them, I guess, they sort of looked at the at the the, the public and went, actually, we probably should tell them to pull the pin. But that, <laughs> yeah. Like so, an example of that, he's saying following from the top. So NRL, we're going to play. No one will be there. AFL, we're going to play. No one's going to be there. Did any clubs have that option, or that really Surely just wasn't discussed? They just sort of no, that that wasn't really really discussed. Um, one of the strangest ones we probably saw was um, uh, soccer. The Willowburn boys, obviously, they're they're back in Brisbane, Brisbane this year. Um, all their games weekend just gone were cancelled down in Brisbane, but um, the the state league, the Thunder boys, they went ahead, and the local league went ahead without games being played out at USQ. USQ um, made the decision to, to call, uh, cancel all their um, sports fields. So we had this thing where all these guys are playing in, in Toowoomba, the Thunder are playing, but the Brizzy boys were, were called off. And then, yeah, again, it was sort of like grassroots do your thing, but then by Wednesday it was like, no, nah, it, it's all off. Yeah, and I think that falls back to, though, people didn't really, I suppose, recognise the magnitude of this virus too, I suppose. You know, like on a, on a grand scale it was sort of, a bit hush hush, and then all of a sudden, like we were saying before, it just transpires day by day, getting worse. The things that you know, obviously, the prime minister coming out and saying, you know, one day no events above five hundred, and now one, you know, like it's just getting the magnitude. It wasn't really realised, I suppose, too. I think so, yeah. And and the big thing for me, I think we're seeing is, uh, you know, you guys are talking about it earlier. The, the guys at the top end, you know, the pros, if. If they get a bit of a sniffle or they, they get a bit of a niggle, someone's on top of it straight away and they, they're going to have, like, access to, to pretty top good... on of the med, yeah, medical, medical field. stuff. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, the guys running around at the local level, you know, they get a bit of a, a niggle or they get a bit of a cold from being out in the rain and playing footy. They've got to go back to work on, on Monday, um, you know. Uh, um, I wrote a column in, in tomorrow's... Chronicle, and one of the things I'm talking about is like, I think they've all made the right decision to, to call it off at, at grassroots because I think you know we, we take a couple of hard hard hits now, you know rescheduling seasons, um, uh, you know shuffling around finals and things like that. The alternative is we get half a dozen blokes that that give each other coronavirus and then. Because you know they're lying on top of each other and sweating and mm. breathing and it's things just like in that. Just rooms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah three-hour warm-up beforehand. Yeah. So on that, we were talking before about the impact this has on 
businesses, all of that. Your take, what impact does this have on grassroots sporting clubs? So a lot of those obviously money through, I guess they're relying on sponsorship if that's still there because businesses are going to do it a bit tougher now through the gate, through the canteen, through, you know, you guys know raffles, better, raffles so everything. You've been, you've been heavily involved. In, in sp- yeah. All of that, is there any, or I haven't really touched on that, is there any is, is there any concerns out there that some of the clubs are like, you know, what I, are we going to do? I think there would have to be some some concerns because I, I think a lot of clubs would be, you know, the good ones would be setting their, their season out before it starts and they'd be looking at, you know, an average gate. They'd be looking mm, at... Exactly. See, your big ones, your sponsors. Like, yeah. say for us, like, our major sponsor is the Irish Club. How could we approach Cameron at the Irish Club at the moment and say, look, are you right for your sponsorship, for your normal man? He wouldn't be able to do it. I was, we were talking to... Um, we had luncheon at Fibbers today. They're down 70%, I think it was, on, on usual takings. Like... So they're going to struggle to sponsor. So And that goes around with all the local businesses that are sponsoring these teams. Like football clubs rely heavily on sponsorship. on big sponsorship because they they're paying players. Um, they're going to struggle to get them at the moment. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be one of your biggest issues. Yeah, I think that, I think it's going to be a concern. I, I'd like to think that when the the seasons come back online that, that the fans and the supporters are going to be there. I don't think, you know, sport ever... Like clubs go through their ups and downs and, you know, some years are, are tougher than others. Um, but you know, I'd like to think that when it gets back online, the the, the support's going to be there. But it's, as you said, it's the things when um, you know when when you're back playing, the sponsors might not necessarily be able to give you that money. They want a position to be. Yeah. They've been in a position like you have where things just haven't been going well. Mm. Tell you one sport that is still going, golf. Well, I've got another one. I've is what, like what is go- like when I say golf, obviously the, the city. The, Still like their normal fixture. Yeah, which probably is the best sport to keep. Like, yeah, well, it's mostly, isn't it? Yeah, you're away. The way I play room. golf, I'm very socially isolated. <laughs> yeah, likewise, I'm using the tree. I looked at this. Saul Gibbs is coming in. I'm thinking the bloke needs some. He needs to keep his job going. He needs some sports to, to look at. I found one as well. Lawn bowls. Ruko. Yeah, still going. Yeah, big Randall today coming to work. Old Randall eighty two come in at his at his bowls stuff on. So what are you doing, guys? Our oh, bowls isn't off. We'll be right. Still going ahead. So. I'm, I'm thinking about starting up an esports league. Oh. You mentioned that. How <laughs> about a big fan over here? How about, how about oh, that? Touchy in, seri- subject. in seriousness, the V8s. They're obviously not racing their cars. They're setting up mm, virtual racing with all the drivers, setting it up with virtual cars in their own. Really? Solid. To. Run through their races still. I know. I know the Phoenix. So they've Suns actually are really? doing. Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. what I was getting talking to Chase <laughs> during the week. And how do you go with the How do you go with the old flat tyres and that? On the old virtuals. Driving him in the pits. <laughs> 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 the, the Phoenix Suns are playing out their season on two K, from what I understand. So you know, maybe. No, they don't play the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> Get it through there. All the jazz. All the jazz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, no one's licked any they microphones were, they in here, have they? Mate? Yeah. <laughs> Not that we know of. No, no, I was getting around all of them earlier. Stay away from the windows, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That, Troy's here. <laughs> that, I think that's what I'm going to do. Maybe start up like a, a Chronicle FIFA competition. What are you going to do? Like that. What are you going to write about? Um, Don't invite me, mate, unless you want to get well, racing. Racing's still going in. We saw a meeting there today. Of course, we know that the scenario there. So, horse racing continues. Yeah, racing's going ahead. 
Um, it's been a discussion that's gone right through our um, through our news group. Um, you know, we sort of talking to each other, all the sports editors, and look, we're we're going to have to obviously change the way we do things <laughs> a lot. Um, uh, my particular focus, uh, obviously, once we get over this this big hurdle of of, of what's happening um, with with each individual sport, we're going to go around and talk to talk to the individuals and get a bit of an emotion out of it. See what see what the TRL think and see what hockey's thinking. I tell you one who will be that dark on it's the AFL. Obviously, their hundred and fiftieth year, fiftieth, fiftieth, yeah, fiftieth yeah. oh, right. year for AFL Darling Downs. Um, after that, we're we're going to change our our <coughs> focus, I guess, to trying to get some of the um, some of the people behind the scenes into the paper. I mean, obviously, you know, we we, we can't talk to you know a coach about what he's what he's doing. As a coach with his with his players, like week to week, but we can talk to him about why he's a coach. We can shine a bit of a spotlight on on the volunteers and give them yeah. an opportunity to, um, you know, I guess get a bit of recognition for for what they're doing. Ellie Johnson would be a good story. Yeah, we've mm. I've, I've written semi pros. We know all about Ruth, but um, Mate, we look good on the back Ellie, page so too, eh? Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> Real good story. What, that, what we do up say, here, like the, it is. It's going to be a massively different landscape, but there is opportunities again that'll yep. arise from that to do yep. that. And like, there's so many great sporting stories around the town. You probably know a lot more about them than us, but yeah, the guys that have been there and done that, and chance to revisit the glory exactly, days, and yeah. tell you how good you used to be. And, <laughs> and it'll be interesting to see. I know um, talking to my counterpart down in Grafton, um, he, he's got some pretty cool stories. Uh, hopefully, someone in Copy paste. Toowoomba takes the, <laughs> <laughs> takes the oh, control idea C. up. Yeah. <laughs> control um, V. <laughs> hopefully someone in Toowoomba takes the idea up there. They're talking about how they're going to maintain their, their fitness in the in the, um, in the in the downtime um, without obviously getting together as a team. But um, I'm actually learning about it later tonight. There's a, a um, something on the web called Zoom where basically it's kind of like Skype and you can all log in and train together essentially stick your ipad on the floor and do a couple of push-ups and all your mates can log into the one area and do the same do the same so there's Virtual a couple keep you honest here. that's yeah. what you need Please. stop yeah. you from cutting Get a few corners reps. always <laughs> but, um, just darts out when it's cardio time <laughs> but yeah there's Phone a couple of couple of clubs down down south that are that are going to try and obviously have that um accountability and and that bit of a Friendship circle, I guess, camaraderie without being in the in the same room together and you know keeping their fitness up at the same time. So this is going out there is technically advanced and yeah. wants to do that. We'll do a story. It's going to sound like a G up, but there you go. did you see Brad Davidson shared during the week that marbles race? Yeah, that was pretty entertaining stuff, eh? That's well, esports. This is this is where I'm going to go. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get on Twitter all and have a look at that. Possibilities. <laughs> Oh, I'm all over that. My kids love it. My well, worst nightmare is going to come true, isn't it? <laughs> Taking Esports. over the world, not a, Troy. Not a big fan? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a sport. But it's what, what going about, to be by the looks of it. What about know. if it's FIFA or basketball? or Sporting related. Well, it's basketball. Get a basketball and go out and play on a court. <laughs> you can't. You're crook. But even, One on zero. But even, you know. Still is. But even things, <laughs> at, but, but even <laughs> things at the moment, like, like gyms. You know, like, like these guys go to a gym. We go to a gym there this morning. And I said, "What are you going to do?" And they said, "Well, they're just going to take all the precautions at the moment." And then, sort of like what you said, said, "I don't know." Said, "If, if it goes into shutdown, 
we just have to look at what do you do? Go train people in a park? Do you do online stuff? Do you do? There's a hmm. lot of because um, I'm sort of I do a lot of CrossFit myself, but there's a lot of CrossFit gyms in in the states that are um, basically loaning out their their equipment to their members. So you'll go home and they'll same thing. They'll have like a a, a um, Scott. A, a class on Skype so everybody can be again in their lounge room doing s- swinging a kettlebell or you know pull ups on a door frame or something like that. So <laughs> improvise, improvise, and yeah. you know, so there's I guess there's innovation in that regard. Um, one other thing, what about basketball wise, like with the QBL? So, I mean, they're, they're in a situation where the season what May normally, normally NBL one, NBL one, swearing, sorry, sorry. QBL, sorry, <laughs> NBL one tips off in May, so there's sort of a time period there before they start anyway. But in terms of where we're going to end up with this, and, in, and a big part of that league's imports and stuff. So however or whenever that gets underway, it'd have to look like, it'd have to be a totally, it, it'll, become, it'll become a totally local competition, surely, won't it? Cause no, the yeah, well, if your imports aren't in the country, they're not coming. <laughs> they're not coming. <laughs> Tell you what, if you can find a market back Brisbane. <laughs> Who have they got? Magna and Kadeg. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be hard to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Magna can't get out of the country to go to Golden State, obviously. So yeah. he's yeah, wow. Yeah, that'll be hard to stop. And what about uh, an event, mate, that's steeped in history that I don't think's been stopped since what early war days? The um, tennis. Yeah, the Easter Gold Cup. Uh, talking to Alan Smythe, it's uh, this year will be the only the only year since World War Two that it hasn't been called off because of rain. There's a couple that have been cancelled because of um, Toowoomba rain. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're sort of going to feel the, the pinch that's, you know, out, outside of the um, the event out at USQ. That That's their big big tournament, basically. Um, it's it's not going ahead. So, yeah, no, there's a lot happening. And, and I guess the whole scenario changes, again, if someone ends up testing positive to coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just... I think you know, talking to everybody, no one, no one knows what they're going to do because they, we still haven't figured out exactly what's happening from the last couple of days, let alone what's going to happen in, in a week or or a yeah. month. So plenty happening. Well, give us a plug. What's in the paper tomorrow? Uh, more coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, taking got, the NRL? The NRL, mate, Volandis. What what? Uh, Heartstring was he trying to pull there, asking for money? Yeah. <laughs> that was that they they should. I mean, I understand where he's going, but that should be he's like trying to hit Scamo with his little Cronulla heart. Yeah, wasn't up, up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that should be Didn't way work, down, that it? should be way down the list. Um, oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I think yeah, they were told it was very way yeah. long way in the list. Um, look, it, it's 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 tough. Like, is it a good thing that they're continuing? In your opinion. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm going to lean towards saying no because I just think that, that it's all well and good that, um, you know, David Fafita and, and, and you know, all, all those guys, all the pros, again, they're fit, they're young. They're, if, they, if they get it, they're going to get a bit of a cold, they're going to get a bit of a runny nose and, you know, maybe a bit of shortness of breath. Um, but it, it's when they go home and they give it to their wife or they give it kids or give it to their grandparents who are at at risk you know the the fit guys the the professional players it's it's you know touch wood it's it's not going to hurt them like you know as in 
you know, be be a, a serious danger to their health. It, it's when it gets to somebody else that that's immune deficient or mm. or sort of elderly. That's that's yeah. the problem there, you know. And that's why you look in American sport, isn't it? As soon as Rudy Gobert had it, it was just done. Shut, Shut it, it down. down. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, is that too late? Because then who, well, they, they played the Nets or the Lakers or Nets played the Lakers. Now the Lakers are all tested. They've been at home with their kids, their kids. Like it's just that, it's that flow on effect. Really. Uh, I guess at so. least that they've sort of stopped it before it went through five or six teams. And mm. you know, at this stage, yeah, it's only a, it's only a couple of players, but um, they've stopped it from being a couple of teams. Mm. Is so. the big it's definitely a changing landscape. It's uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting times in, in terms of where the sporting landscape takes us. Look, one thing I think we know from this as a as a community is we obviously respond pretty well to challenges. So as as you said, I, I agree with you. I, I hope that whenever we get back on deck, that fans, people, to whatever level that they can, will support your local footy team or your local hockey team, your local basketball, whatever it may be, because you know. <laughs> who knows when we're going to be back watching local sport or playing local sport, whether that be kids right through to local, you know, A grade in all of our different codes. So, exactly, yeah. It'd be interesting time. So, but now we look forward to reading all about it in the Chronicle. Appreciate you coming in. As this will be good for you, as all of our guests, you get a free leg compression valued at forty dollars with a cryo session. Thanks to the thanks to Elite Cryotherapy. So that's for you, mate. So Thank you. Now appreciate you coming in. I just thought it'd be a good opportunity. Obviously, as you said, everything's coronavirus related at the moment, and I know yourself and your team obviously right over it, talking to everyone in sport to see what's happening locally. So appreciate you bringing us up to date, and we look forward to continue reading all about it. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, Jason Gibbs, joining us here on our Southern Hotel Shot Clock segment. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a look at our Hogan's Family Jewelers Rocks and Diamonds of the Week. Hi guys, Lockie here from Hogan's Family Jewelers. Today we're looking at how you select a perfect diamond. We need to consider the four C's, cut, color, clarity, and carat weight. In terms of discussing the cut of a diamond, we need to consider the aspects of the qualities of cut. At Hogan's, we only source triple excellent cut diamonds. In terms of color, we look for the perfect white stone. We source stones from a D through to a G in color, the top four color gradings. Clarity is another really important factor in selecting your diamond. We don't want to look at the diamond every day and see inclusions or marks in the stones that distract from the beauty of the piece. The final of the four C's is carat weight. A lot of people believe that a diamond's value is based just on its carat weight. This isn't truly the case. It's a combination of all the four C's put together. There's one final hidden factor that I need to discuss about finding the perfect diamond. It's called fluorescence. When she wears the ring in natural sunlight, UV light, where the diamond is supposed to sparkle at its optimum level, you don't want any reaction. You don't want the diamond to go foggy or a milky colour or even an, a little neon blue sort of tinge through the diamond. This is why we only sell nil fluorescence diamonds and make sure that that diamond stays crystal clear whether you're indoors or outdoors, there'll be no reaction to natural sunlight. Fluorescence is one of the largest factors of devaluing a diamond. Be careful. Out there you might find diamonds that seem cheap, but truly they're going to be cheap for a reason. At Hogan's we prefer our clients to experience superior quality diamonds. We only source the highest grade of GIA certified diamonds. That's the Gemological Institute of America, the harshest grading lab in the world. Some of you may have done some research on diamonds before and may fully understand the four C's. But if not, we've got knowledgeable staff that will help you and guide you through selecting the perfect diamond. At the end of the day, it's all about quality, and at Hogan's, we prefer quality.
Just, just about doing, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, you Thanks for joining us on the Semi Pros. Yeah, good to just have a look at local sport, I guess, and the ramifications. And you know, you guys are involved in local clubs. It's it's going to be tough, mm. especially the yeah the winter codes now, isn't it? Uh, your summer summer yeah. Some ones have just finished up. Well, cricket's just missed finals, but they got through the you know. Nine-tenths of, of the season, but um, like as I was talking financially, it's going to be the, the winter clubs that are going to be hit hardest by looks of it. Yeah. So just, as I said, I just hope that, that as, as a community where can people will support local sport once we get back up and running. So with all, with all of those codes and so many sports that are... And you think it probably would be, wouldn't it? Because by the time we get through, and who knows how long it'll take if we get back out there, people will be keen to uh, watch. Rip in and watch, yeah. Oh yeah, the spectators and that'll be there. It'll be that the corporate dollars. That'll be the the big worry, and yeah. that's right through to the pros too. Like, I don't know where the sponsors were, but of, of all those teams, but no doubt some of them were in big on aviation or something, which bloody yeah. markets had been torn apart. Like they won't exist. Those companies, so mm. that's corporate dollars from there, and the the bloke giving a thousand bucks to the under sevens out at yep. The, Wherever, Wherever, right across yeah. the region. That's right. So it'd be interesting times ahead. Righto, Hogan's Family Jewellers. Thanks to Hogan's Family Jewellers. And we had Lockie on the show a couple of weeks ago, another example. So that big event that he was talking to us about a couple mm. of weeks ago, it's obviously uh, no more. So that's uh, that's been cancelled there as well, amongst many other things, of course. But uh, Hogan's Family Jewellers, they sponsor our Rocks and uh, Diamonds of the Week. Rock of the Week. What are we running with? What do we got? Who's got one? I got one. Yeah. It's, um, it's another one of those, here's something I prepared earlier moments. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Apparently it's not. What's wrong, Dickie? Having technical issues over there or something. Well, anyway, I'll talk about it nonetheless. <laughs> it was one of those ones you have to see really moments, but um, the WWE. Oh, he's working on it. So go to someone else then. I'm not going to spoil it. Don't worry, go. Go on, okay. Troy. Troy. Okay, so there's not much happening, is there? So I've decided this week I'll think I'll do a rock and diamond NRL segment, I suppose. Oh yeah. Um, so going on last last round, there's some pretty dismal performances, wasn't there? Bulldogs didn't score a point, defended pretty well. Uh, Warriors were abysmal, but the ones that really disappointed me were the Dragons. Well, that, that game, really? Again, yeah, they, they, they should have won that game. Quite easily. They've just bombed. They bombed two or three tries. Should have been on the sticks two or three times, just dropping ball. Should have covered the line in over 38 and a half. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And should have done that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, really, they, they had two or three golden opportunities to ice that game. And oh, they butchered plenty. They just butchered it. They let a lead slip early and then butchered the game. Mind you, there were some good performances from the other... The other side of the paddock. But, yeah, Dragons, to me, were, were pretty ordinary last week. They'll be my rock. Thank you. Righto. Steve? Oh, we going? I'll go here. 
All-Star Mile last week, Alligator Blood Ooh. and his owner. And he's just he, he, he had this sealed up for me and then he just topped it up today. We'll oh. start back last week. <laughs> so um, last week, All-Star Mile, obviously the fans have got canned from turning up at Caulfield. And uh, Alan, what's his last name? Um, Alan Andres. Andres, that's Listen to him this Andres. morning. Andres. Uh, so big Alan, he's given the sob story about, oh, he should be allowed to turn up. We've had 80, 80 guests or whatever they'd organised to go down. Obviously, Alligator Blood um, favourite. The big uh, the big race. And um, he's then jumped up and down, had a sook, had a hissy fit, and uh, threatened to scratch his horse from the... All-star mile, obviously being favourite for no other reason than he wasn't allowed to take all of his people down to Caulfield. Had a hissy fit, basically give the old stories. And his his wife obviously does have cancer and is fighting a battle there, but she used her as leverage with it. So that's pretty low. Oh, yeah, no, she, this could be her last time to see the horse. Then he's gone on to say he she wants to be able to look him in the eye and cuddle him and congratulate him after the race like he'd already won the race. So that's half his... Dim-witted idea there. Then, um, basically, yeah, so that Caulfield Race or Melbourne Racing Club then organised a, a, a place outside at a, a yeah, next door cool. to Caulfield for him for 80 so they could go there and enjoy the race and then this and that. And then it lost anyway. I was actually, uh, Alligator Blade, I lo- like love watching that horse. I wanted it to lose just because he was a Tosser. wanker, basically. Yep. Yeah. And anyway, anyway, and then you so... As, as history has it, it lost. Bob Peters, on the other hand, who had two runners in the thing, he's jumped on a flight from Perth, got over. Mid-flight, they've canned the, the people. He's like, oh, rightio. Jumped on, jumped back. Didn't whinge about, I'm not scratching my horse or this or that. Jumped over, gone back to Perth, gone to the pub, watched, the, watched it from yep. there. So, and anyway, good on him. He ran the Quinella. So good on you, Bob. A little karma coming to Bob. Did you see today? No. He, he was on radio this Oh, morning. yeah, yeah. This is in part two. Right, yep, yep. And Ongoing then, uh, today, he's yep. come out and he was on Radio TV. With it's Steve obviously so not only did they test positive yesterday. Had a positive test in the Guineas. Well, this is what he did. This is reduced. So tested positive his A sample to the Magic Millions Guineas, two million dollar race at one probably a month and a half ago. And he's come out today and somebody's got to my horse, horse. like they did to uh, Far Lap. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone hear the interview? No. Oh, listen to it. That's what he said. He said, and people don't take this seriously. He's been got to. Yeah. So yeah. no one took it seriously until someone took a gun to Far Lap. Now we've got David Van Dyke going through uh, security at the Sunshine Coast stables, and it's it, like, yeah. Did he quickly forget old Van Dyke was a big heroin addict back in the day? Did he? So this is yeah, like they're guilty. Of, this is <laughs> coming out. Well, it's not. <laughs> it no is. one drug user. It's got nothing. To, anyway, keep going. He's got but a yeah. test of positive. <laughs> but I agree. They just anyway. making themselves look absolutely guilty of sin because Van Dyke's come out and put a media release out. 20 minutes after the positive test come back, I don't know, we keep a record of this and that. It wouldn't have been administered to the horse and uh, it's for fillies and mares, doesn't use on the male horses. Then he's come out and he's blaming somebody else. They're guilty as sin. It'll come back positive B for sure, stripped. Million dollars, gone. And 100% guilty. So anyway, they're like, you're an eight. What a knob. Like he's like, and he's probably right. Uh, Winks, we've had black caviar winks, horses to it come is. through and the whole country gets behind him. Alligator Bud potentially, probably not, nowhere near it yet, but potentially had that ability to appeal. do that. And the appeal. Yeah. And he's just... Ruined it. A, a knob. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> knob Allen. Oh, if you get a chance, I'm sure they oh, would have put it up. Listen yeah. to it. He's too, he started talking about saying, like, 
He's one of yours. He's obviously some from the legal fraternity, so he started. Oh yeah, good. One of mine. Yeah, he's yeah. talking process. Tied with the same brush he's over talk- here, he's, he's talking process and uh, all this sort of stuff. And like alligator blood's a fighter, we're going to fight this. Yeah. In alligator blood, that's why he's called alligator blood. blood. That's what he said. <laughs> alligator's had a bit of the old elephant oh, juice in I his c- blood. I, c- I was. Bite. But anyway, yeah, and as you said, Steve, isn't it sad? Yoga. But what as Steve just said, we wanted to have a horse that everyone aspired to. It was my rock last, I mean, my dime last week, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. I, heard yeah. That, I heard that interview on yeah. Saturday morning, and I was sitting in the car, I was like, I hope this horse loses. And it did. Yeah. Well, do you do yourself a favour. Have a listen to the one this morning. I'm sure it'll be up there. there. It's been got to. That's a beauty. That, but no, basically, he said, yeah, two things contaminated or it's been got to. Yeah. <laughs> Like this, actively someone out there hobbled my horse or something. He said, or yeah. however he worded it. Unreal. Someone should hobble him. <laughs> <laughs> someone <laughs> got to oh, him. Oh, that's it. Um, can, okay, then, then you're just building up to mine's your, ready to go. Yeah, yeah mine. I'll, I'll knock over mine quickly. Mine's my favourite um, basketballer of all time, Andrew Bogut. Bogues. He he went from sort of the diamond list to the rock list in a, in pretty. Quick succession over a period of time. So we know today the NBL made the ruling. So on Thursday the NBL made the ruling that Perth was awarded the championship because they led 2-1 for it got called off, etc., etc. Andrew Bogut put out a tweet today. Any in capital letters prouder of the Sydney Kings in our playing group. After almost three hours of back and forth and plenty of tears, we came to what ultimately was the hardest decision any athlete or team could make. I want to go on record to say I am beyond embarrassed and disappointed in regards to how this was handled by our league from the week leading up to the grand final series. More to come at a later date. Read that. And he finishes off with a very classy, this has nothing to do with the result announced today. And I wish to congratulate you for about Alan, what'd you oh. say? What a... Go on search where Phoebe headquarters <laughs> is. What? <laughs> What's the bloke's go? No, Seriously. So what's what's he trying to say there that they should have binned it from the start? I say hats off to the NBL and nice. for trying to deliver something because what did you just say before, Troy? Everybody who plays sport, you want to play in finals. They played a long season. Yep. They were the two best teams all year and they didn't get to play finals. Understandably so in the circumstances we have at the moment. But the NBL went to all lengths no crowds, just to try and give players and the fans of the game an opportunity to see a final series. Ultimately, it looks like it was ended because Sydney wanted it to end. They said, we're, not, we, we're done, we're not playing any further. And, and again, that's their decision and no, no dramas whatsoever. Like credit in this situation at the moment, who can you say anyone should or shouldn't yeah. play? So I don't, have any, I don't have any dramas with that. But as we said a few times, like, like most of us, and I was like, oh, I loved Andrew Bogut watching him yeah. as an yeah. Australian play for the Boomers prior to his last crap with the Google Fever headquarters and when the, he went number the one, single, like, all like the, the, the but when he was playing in the states solidly, blazed, he was it blazed a trail for Australians, first ever number one draft yeah. pick, solid NBA player who who made a name for himself as being a sort of solid rim protector and just a good passing big man and all the rest of it was the best thing that ever happened to the NBL in coming home. Not only playing, but putting his money where his mouth is buying or getting what you know, he's in the ownership now of the Sydney Kings. No doubt his presence has taken the league to a whole new level. But it's like now he's like wants to, he needs the, as I call him, the Lord needs to be 
put up on a pedestal and, and just some of that. Like the crap that he carried on earlier this year with Corey Williams. Seriously? <coughs> he just goes to yeah. Like, say what you <coughs> like about Corey Williams, but that's his go. The old, like we talked about before, he said, oh, Paul Kent, you know, they're trying to sell headlines. Stephen A. Smith in the States, Skip Bayless. Yeah. Like, that's what Corey Williams is doing. It's that colour they add to the league. That's his go. That's he does add colour, doesn't he? Like, yeah. And Bogut just tries to come out and then turn the new insults and call him, you know, did he know his name's Carey, not Corey, and all this sort, you know, like. And then add this to at the end, whatever he's carrying on with there. I, yeah. Anyway, brand over. Rock of, he's had a couple of rock nominations for me. I'll, Brent Clifford won't be happy wearing his Bogut jersey. Probably, Bogut. probably wearing his Bogut jersey right now. Crying tears since they lost. Unreal. Bogut, I hope you retire and never play again. <laughs> Go back to Utah. Next. Righto. You ready? We're ready to go? You've built this up. It's better be good. Check this out. WWE. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, it is fake. Have a crack at this. World Wildlife Foundation. Yep. Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Check this out. So there's no crowd there because of the coronavirus. This is uh, during the ad break. They're just going to hang around. No fighting going on. Just hang about. <laughs> Have a bit of yarn. <laughs> they didn't know it was obviously still on telly. What's this? Oh, yeah, have a bit of a chin wag. Yep, yep, no worries. Oh, which corner are we in? Ref's just doing his thing over there, just tightening the ropes up. So this is all going to air? Yeah, this is live. Look at him. Who's going where? Where are we going to start? I'm going to jump out here, you. <laughs> Rehearsing her all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, no, where that corner? Hang on. Whoop, whoop. And there's... After this, is straight on into her. <laughs> the hell does this go for? Bit of they a half-time breather. That's they, it. They didn't know it was live. Didn't know it was live. Oh. WWE. Bring back Hulk. Exactly. Wouldn't happen in Hulk's day or... What was that on the undercard to Fury? <laughs> I knew he was going to come out with something like that. <laughs> that's the WWE right there. That's my rock right there. Look at that. Uh, uh, diamonds. Shine bright like a... What do you got? I'm going... Uh, Benji Marshall. Yeah, nice. He, um, geez, he was good on the weekend, wasn't he? Fantastic. Yeah. Everything he, was, he touched turned the... to gold. Benji, brilliance. He's only, what, 38, 39? How about those couple of kicks he did off the outside of the boot to curl him around to the, to the winger? Banana kick. Yeah. Shanks. Unbelievable. Mate, he is in nearly career best form, Benj. Oh, it's one game. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, uh, yeah, but that was a fantastic one game from an old boy. So, yeah, Benji, in, in what is obviously hard to draw a diamond in something where there's not much sport going down, Benji can be my diamond. Yep. Yeah, uh, sticking with the NRL theme, um, we spoke about last week, Melbourne Storm had won 17, yeah. 17 straight first gamers under Bellamy and... They did it again, 18 now. Um, you know, Melbourne put up a bit of a fight, but you can just see they were... The pre- you can see the pre-season they put in, don't you? They, they put massive pre-seasons in. Melbourne, I mean, uh, Manly stayed with them for probably 55 minutes, and then Melbourne just went to another ran gear. Ran over the top of them. And ran over the top of them. Um, How good's Cameron Smith going yeah, for? Yeah, that's the other one. Cameron Smith, same as like Joel had said about Benji, Benji Marshall. Cameron Smith was... He would have got the points. He would have got the three going in mm-hmm. points on... Um, on Saturday or Sunday when it was. And, yeah, if they get a season in, you can see them contending again, can't yeah. you? They're going to be in that, that top four. So, 
Not just to change area. subject really quickly, but on the same subject, we talked about this. What was there any captain's challenges to that? that yeah, yeah. yeah. Parry used, the, fir- used the first one. Two, two successful out of eighteen. Was it? Was yeah. <laughs> right. Any tries that were allowed or disallowed that shouldn't have been? They were just doing it over dumb stuff. I tell you, he's going to have a crack at a monster. He he loves them. He wants Does to have he? a crack at them. Smith had to pull him in a lot. That's right, he too. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's the new Watson. He, he is. He is, is the new nah, Watson. Not out. Not out. <laughs> he's like middle stumps getting smashed to smithereens. Yeah, but yeah, no Melbourne for me. Diamond. Stephen. I got two. Do you want me to donate you one? Yeah, give me one. Uh, Michael Nolan, Kizukano. Oh yeah, yeah. nice story. Good on you. Good Michael. family. Good, good on you. <laughs> it's good. I oh, know. Yeah. Is it good on you, Michael? Yeah, Didn't you pay have a bet? I was Steve offering it to you. Didn't you have a bet? Hey, dog, but. Forgot I was too busy. It was on air. I thought I'd get within four. I thought we did have a confirmation on air. Should actually. Last time I pulled on air, I gave him fifty. Mm. Yeah, you accepted it. You don't want to accept <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, you, you got a diamond, or you could run with that? No, I'll run with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is good story. Half Great story. Race three thousand bucks. Good oars. Beat the red hot. Um, it was a good ride, Robbie. Did Fraud ride with Rothfire? Yeah. Yeah. Check, <laughs> the, check the bet fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine is racing related as well. You know that we were talking about before, so with the lockdown and what can and can't do and how you've you got to get a chartered flight and et cetera, et cetera. Did you see? And in, mind you, he's, he'd have plenty of the amount of jockeys he's managed. His manager, that Brian Haskins, is he's driving Tommy Berry Tommy. and... They'll be watching the show now too, I'm sure. Oh, so Huey, for sure. Huey and Tommy, they're driving down with Brian Haskins, who's Bowman's manager from Sydney. So he's driving them from Sydney to Melbourne. So mm. they'll lob there when, I don't know. However. I think they got there today, didn't they? Well, they leave probably. today. Well, one of them, both probably. But anyway, so they're there. And then he just pretty much turns around and drives home. Hopes, hopes he'll he... Yeah, you see what he's travelling down in? Yeah, yeah, but I still say it's not a bad effort to drive him down. Basically, just drive him all the way down, then drive him all the way he's back. He's not ripping down the old 97 Pulsar, though, is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that old 2020 Merc that he's cruising on What's down. What's Oh, some, like, bloody convertible that, Merc. I'd say that's that that a 180B. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Some of because they knew he was doing that. Someone would have looked after him, surely. Well, I think Huey sponsored by yeah, so that's good. But anyway, so, but I still thought, fair effort. He's Because basically the boys were... They're flying back on a chartered flight with the Melbourne because so, yep. the Melbourne boys they've put together and yeah you because know, they're the money's no issue. Plenty, them, obviously. yeah. So they've those Melbourne boys who are riding because we've got the William Reed Stakes Friday night and they're flying. So they're they're flying up Saturday, chartered flights uh, Friday night. Sorry, and then coming back Saturday. But obviously for Bowman and Berry, you were going the other way and then had to come back. Yeah. So they've had to get their way to Melbourne. So yeah, managers. So, yep, jump in the car, all drivers. He's driven them all the way to Melbourne. Then he turn around and drive all the way back. And Huey and Tommy will ride. And they're on, like, the first and second favourite in the William Reed anyway. Yeah, he's so on Bivouac and the other one's on what'd they, what'd they yeah. stop? Did they stop Uber, did they? So. <laughs> Good, huh? Yeah, so. Nicely. But anyhow, so that's Glorified like, Uber driver. Good on him. He's getting a sling. Huh. Hey, he'd be getting a sling. If I, if I said, oh, okay. I, it's I'll beneficial go. for him to drive him down there. He's getting a big <laughs> I've gut. Got to, I've got to go to Sydney. Will you drive me? For a thousand? <laughs> I'll do a 500 <laughs> you got new wheels Yeah, yeah. Wheel. 500 you pay fuel We're going to Sydney, Sydney boys. Hey. Star <laughs> City here we come <laughs> Well let's go then I need to go to Sydney tomorrow Will you drive me? Yeah thousand No oh. You be getting so a sling Nothing yeah. You're not getting a sling What oh, if they both go please. down and they don't ride yeah. a winner How much yeah. he gets 10, Don't ride a get, winner He'll get 10% or you'll get 200 bucks 
Yeah, I'm not sure they've got other rides. They've got eight rides each, so 1,600, 3,200. Sitting stairs. Chicken, yeah. <laughs> Bivouac, $500,000 raise, yeah. 10% of that. Oh, I'll drive you down 50. half a mil. Oh, jeez, I'm doing it tough. <laughs> yeah. I should have given it to you and kept Kizikano. Jeez, anyway, all right, good on him. Driving him down there. Well done. I'm with Glove. He's an Uber driver by the sounds, I think. <laughs> yeah, Launching his second career by the sounds. <laughs> yeah, he's a good to have options. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see he's in the car tomorrow. We're heading to Sydney. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait. I'll, I'll take yours before his. Are you saying 500? He wants to do it for <laughs> But you've got to pay fuel. He's just 1,000 all up, <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, good for smart. Diesel, you know? Smart. He's smart. There. It adds up. Food, food on the way. Yeah. And he stops. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, it could be a $2,000 trip by then when we get there. Oh, plus extras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's round. Oh, no, up. that wasn't included. <laughs> Righto. Um, wrap up. Winners. Good. Oh, geez, I went well last week, didn't I? Tip Jim of Scotland. Broken down. Is it still alive? Killed it. Nah, it is still alive. Yes. Broken pelvis. Yeah. But may not race again. Mm, yeah, terrible. Right, let's go. Winners. Winners. What do we got? Troy? Yeah, I'm, I'm on fire. Got another winner last week. Did you? Yeah, Usmanov. Oh, yeah. Four, four, sixty. So, so what, are you, what are you, three, four in a row? No, no, I'm three, from, week. three from four. Yeah. I was away last week, so I didn't hear Let's go time. four from five. So, yeah, we got, we're sticking in Brizzy. Um, Brisbane race seven, number one, Profit. Uh, $3.20, $3.30 yep. I think it is at the moment. Uh, I think it's second up, I think it is as well. It's third up. Third up. Got beaten by Reedy's thing last last start. It was well backed, but yeah, it's a good all. So I think I'll be ready to go. Race seven, number one, profit. profit. Get on. Righto. You'll get some profit. I get it. Steven? <laughs> I got one. All right. Rose well. Hill, race six, number two, Shadow Hero. In the, what is this group one? The guineas it'll be. It would be the Guineas. Rose Hill Guineas, yep. $3.40. Good win last start. Was a good win. Up against the similar types. Righto. Shadow Hero, three forty. Steve? We've got to stay in Brisbane. One that had his eyeballs popping out last night as it went past the finish line. Race four, number two. Locally trained, Lindsay Hatch, Papa Joe. I'll tell you what, if he uh, <laughs> stops in for a mixed grill, he's in for a real red-hot chance down there in, uh, on Saturday. So, Papa Joe, race four, number two. Um, I've got something. It'll be in somewhere they're racing on Saturday. Rose Hill, race seven, the slipper. Peter. Yeah, we are on... This is a chance, this. This is a real chance. It is number... Um, Five. Eight. Away game. Won the uh, millions. Did. A bad run last start. The old bossy in the saddle. It's, um, yeah, over the odds again, so... What price? Seven eights. Away game. Righto. That's our winners slash losers for the week. What's on this... We can not much sport wise, but nothing really that's that's happening. As NRL said, so beyond now, wouldn't it? The NRL, so yeah, the, the NRL. marbles tournament, the marbles tournament. Yeah, you'd be used to that. You would have played that back in your day, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Esports. Yeah. yeah. No, no esports marbles. Dogs are up six nil. There you go. Again. They've they scored a try, try this year. Oh. Good on them. They're on. Who they so. play? Cowboys. Yeah. So that's on tonight. All right. Home ground advantage. That wraps up the show for this week. Thanks for being with us. Look forward to talking to you next week. Just, just about to do, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. Not much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi pro.
Pros, the semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen. 